Welcome to Lean Strong Radio, the only podcast for women showing you how to upgrade your body, mind, and life using a plant-based diet. We're smart, sophisticated, we think big, and we are rewriting the rules for nutrition and success in life. Join me, your host, Nikki Riot, as I break down how to have more energy, less stress, and create the life and body of your dreams. What's up, you guys? It is so good to be back after a few months of, we're just going to call it some decompression, some necessary decompression, um, which we're going to talk about today. And it is going to be so useful and helpful for you guys. So I'm so excited to share really just kind of what's what's been going on, some things that I've learned that, again, are just going to be really helpful and useful for you because that's really my goal um, is to help you really fast track success, whatever area of your life that you're, that, you know, you're looking for success in. So really help you fast track that. Um, but also to just really create happiness and ultimately become like the most authentic version of yourself. So I'm just going to share a lot of that with you guys. It's going to be super useful. Um, but just a heads up, I am recording this and this is before school has begun. Uh, so I have got three kids I'm in the garage. You're probably going to hear the air conditioner or at some point kick on. And there's like a 98% chance one of my three kids, probably the youngest one, come out here. And I don't edit my podcasts. So we're just going to roll with it and uh, go from there. But um, but all right, so let's go ahead and get into it. So we're going to be talking about, I'm going to talk to you guys um, specifically about goals and setting goals and burnout <laughs> and kind of just a lot of things rolled into this episode. But um, it's really coming out of really just an experience. I don't, I don't know if lessons is the, is the right word, but just a lot of learning that has um, been kind of becoming, I guess you want to say, that's that's been happening for me over these past few months of essentially kind of falling off the face of the earth, um, which I just, I just really just needed to do. So, you know, and I think a lot of us, especially if you are a high achieving woman, like you can really, really relate to this. You know, we just like go, like sometimes we will just push things down. Like, yes, things are hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like just keep going. Yes. I may feel this way, but I'm just going to grit through it. Like, you know, whatever, um, if you've, if you've ever felt those feelings, which I'm sure that you have, but when we continue to do that, or, or maybe we're like, nope, I set this goal. I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this every day, even though like all signs are pointing to, please stop doing this. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing it. Um, I think, you know, a lot of us can, can relate to that. And a lot of times that can really lead to burnout And sometimes even when we like, we know we're burnt out, but we will still even like mentally like grit through the burnout, you know, and I won't get too into burnout because I feel like you probably know what burnout looks and feels like, but it's just like when you're just like mentally, you're just exhausted, you know, or if you're just super, like if you're just touched out, like (laughs) If, uh, if you're a parent, you'll probably, probably get this, but like when you just like get to the point in your day, or maybe it's after you get home from work or, you know, whatever, you're like, just no one talked to me. No one touched me. Just, I'm just, I'm touched out. I'm talked out, you know, whatever. Oh, there was kid number one. <laughs> um, sorry for that interruption. But anyways, you know, where you're just like talked out and you're touched out, 
usually that is a pretty good indication that you're burnout. Like if you're kind of like blown up or spilling over, some things need to slow down. Something needs to change because that's really not who we are. Like tension is who we think we are, but relaxation and like peace is who we like actually are. So sometimes just, I mean, and especially uh, if you live in the U.S., I mean, of course, that's my perspective because I live in the U.S., um, we're in like just this culture of just like constantly go, 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 go. Now, the pandemic has definitely slowed that down, which I think is one of the the positive things that that has come out of this or it is coming out of this. Um, But so I think it's really easy to get caught in that trap of... Go, go, go all the time. Achieve, achieve, achieve. Do, 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 do all the time. But really that's not, that's not really how we're designed to, to live, at least not coming from that place. I'm not saying that we weren't designed to be very productive and do a lot of things. I, I do believe that we are, but it has to come from a different place. So I want to take you guys kind of on that, uh, kind of a little journey through this episode. And so we can learn to come, um, from really a place of like, peace and rest like our true selves instead of trying to work from this place of like burnout and tension and like achieve 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 do 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 okay so that's kind of where I've been the last um the last few months is really digging into like really just decompressing honestly um 2019 was (laughs) it was a year oh it was a year um you know and then obviously 2020 like I don't even I don't even know what (laughs) I don't even know how to describe this year. You guys totally get it. But um, I am the type of person, and you might be able to relate, because I think so many women, well, and people, but again, I'm a woman, so this is the place I come from, really do need a lot of space to process and really a lot of time to process. And a lot of times we just don't, our lives are not designed that way. We've put, we've put all these things on us. And so we never have any space. We never have any time to process anything. So we've just become these, like, I don't just kind of like robots, you know, but that's really just not us. So I've been doing, um, basically a ton of journaling and yoga, um, and a lot of, so many, so many good things have come out of it. And I'm excited to share it all with you guys because it really is going to be helpful. So You know, the first thing, we're just going to go ahead and dive right in, but I think the first thing that I really want to be very, very clear about, um, and this is not something that I would have accepted if someone would have told me this a year ago, you know, 18 months ago, probably even before that, three, four years ago, but burnout is really, it's a result of our, it's, it's, it's not a result of our circumstances. It's really, it's just a result of our thinking, the way we are thinking about those circumstances. Um, you know, and sometimes very much we can (laughs) like allow circumstances to be in our life or create certain circumstances or put ourselves in a position where we have created our own circumstances. And so that will lead, you know, can lead to burnout, but ultimately burnout is a result of our thinking, just like happiness is a result of our thinking. Like happiness is something we create. It's not something that happens to us. Happiness is not a result of our circumstances. It's a result of our thinking. So both of those things, both scenarios, burnout and happiness, you know, we, we really do create. Um, so that's why I am such a huge proponent of journaling, of yoga, of meditation, of, I mean, eating well, 
exercising, doing all of these things, because it really allows you to 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 decompress, um, and it allows your your you to gain start to really observe your thoughts, gain control of your thoughts, and begin to change your thoughts so that you can create happiness, so you can create the scenario that you're looking for. Um, so the most the real specific thing that I want to talk to you guys about today that I think is going to be super helpful for you guys is how setting goals can really set you up in in a just in a trap really set you up for burnout um and you might be saying like what like (laughs) I've spent my entire life setting goals like that's what everyone says is like especially if you're a high achiever if you want career advancement or if you want to start a business or build a business or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. It's like, well, you've got to set revenue goals and you've got to set two-year goals and five-year goals and all of these things, right? Um, But goals actually will set you up for burnout. And so I want us to start shifting. I want you guys to start shifting your thinking away from goals. Um, And I'm going to explain more about what to do instead. So if you're saying like, I've spent my entire life setting goals, like how, like if I don't set goals, like nothing will ever get done, right? And that will probably really freak you out. <laughs> but I can give you a great example of my life, how goals actually set you up for burnout. And we think, because it makes sense, right? That we, we think that when we set a goal, we achieve a goal, that that's where happiness is, right? Like I will be happy when I lose 10 pounds. I will be happy when I make a million dollars. I'll be happy when I get out of debt or, you know, when I have a hot like marriage or, you know, whatever it is but that's actually not the way it works at all. And an example from my own life, and this is how I know that this is, is true. Um, I set a goal to achieve a certain thing in business. And when I achieved that certain thing, which was beyond like anything I could have dreamt, um, you know, previous to, to even starting that business, when I actually achieved that goal, it was like, it literally, I felt nothing. There was no like, like I've arrived. It was actually like such a letdown. And so that was really what kind of what started the burnout was because I had started with that goal. Well, then when I hit that goal, like there was nothing, there was nothing else. And sure, I could have set like a different goal or a higher goal, but that's just not, that's just not the way that it works. So um, versus another example in my life, when I actually got really, really great results Um, and this was in terms of my physical fitness, I didn't have a goal. I just set out to stop eating meat, stop eating dairy, stop eating gluten. Uh, And I exercised. I did these workouts three days a week. Like I, like I did not have a body goal. I didn't have a physical goal. I didn't have a health goal. That, that was just it. I was like, I'm going to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'm going to eat this way. And I got in the absolute best shape of my life. So that is just the difference between, um, what I'm going to talk to you guys about, which are goals and systems and how goals really set you up for burnout. So setting goals can really set you up for burnout. Now, I'm sure that you can probably think there's times in your life where you've maybe set a goal and achieved it and it's been kind of like, you know, or you've set a goal and it's felt like maybe you can never achieve it. Like I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, maybe you really don't have 20 pounds to lose. And maybe what you really want to do is just totally re recomposition your body, you know, like the, and so you're frustrated because you don't, you, you can't lose 20 pounds. 
So you think, so you're getting burnt out, like trying to achieve this thing that's just not really possible versus just setting out to do, to really maybe work a system instead of setting a goal and you actually will get better results than what you could have even imagined. And I'm going to kind of unpack that for you as as we go along. Um, But, you know, so I want you guys to look and think of maybe there are some examples of that in your own life. And really the reason that goals set you up to lose every single time, like when you set a goal, is because we actually have very, very little control over the outcome of things. So, um, and again, I'm going to unpack, unpack that for you, but like when we set a goal to lose 20 pounds or we set a goal to run, you know, a sub four hour marathon or something like that, like you really actually have no control over that. You have no control over your body if your body is going to lose 20 pounds or not. Now, I mean, of course you could go to drastic measures, but again, that's going to lead to burnout. So some examples of some goals, um, again, like are losing 20 pounds, that's a goal. Whereas eating to optimize your energy, like what I explained when I cut out meat, dairy, and gluten, like, and, and of course like processed foods, like sugar, stuff like that. When you're eating to optimize your energy, that's a system. Now when you start looking at things like working a system instead of setting goals, um, things just really, really start to open up. And so we can see this in every part of our life. Um, But like I said, running a sub four hour marathon, that's a goal. You might have control over that, but what happens when you, you know, like your body just wasn't designed to go that fast or uh, you get injured or something like that, then you're going to feel like, oh my gosh, I did all this work and I still didn't hit my goal. You're going to feel like you failed or you're going to feel burnout. Um, And I use the word burnout instead of failure, because I don't necessarily think that failure, I think failure has like a negative connotation. And I actually think that when it comes to creating happiness and when it comes to actually being really, really successful in all parts of your life, like failure is necessary. Failure is actually a really, really good, useful thing. Um, And so I, I think it's really important. This is something that I've learned over the past several months is like to not view something or to not view failure as a bad, a bad thing. So that's, but burnout is a bad thing. (laughs) And so when you hear me say burnout, it just means like you're going to give up, like you can't sustain that pace, you know? So, um, so back to the running a sub four hour marathon, that's a goal. Like if you get injured, like, yeah, you're not going to run a sub four marathon. Right. But if your focus is more on the system of just exercising daily, you're going to have far greater success and far better net results from working that system than you are of setting a goal of running a sub four hour marathon, right? Now, don't like before you're like, Nikki, but I'm a, a runner. Like, of course I set goals with running. Like, I'll get to that in a minute. Like, I'm not totally trashing goals. They definitely have a place, but just stick with me in the context of what I'm talking about here. Because what I'm talking about are really like kind of some of those bigger like life things. Like really when you talk about moving your life in the direction um, of net positive, goals really are terrible and such a for burnout. Uh, same thing in business, right? Like making a million dollars. That's a goal. I mean, yeah, like you can like want to to do that, but you really have no control over if that's going to happen or really have no control over whether that's going to happen or not. Whereas 
being an entrepreneur is a system, right? And so you open yourself up to that goal or, you know, that thing of making a million dollars, but you're not being so rigid that you're causing burnout. So that's really the, um, the kind of the definition. If you want to start thinking in this term, goals are rigid pursuits that, that really shut off your awareness of other opportunities. So in the terms of, I, I don't know, losing 20 pounds, if you are so focused on losing 20 pounds, you're like, you know, I'm going to do this like keto thing and by God, I'm going to do it until I lose 20 pounds. But maybe you are so rigid in that pursuit that you're not open to um, trying something else or maybe doing a type of exercise that doesn't burn a ton of calories. It's not supposed to help you lose weight. And you could have totally missed out on so many other benefits that you might have experienced if you wouldn't have been so rigid. Or same thing with making a million dollars. Like if you're like, I'm going to do this business, I'm doing this thing and I am going to make a million dollars. You know, whereas if you're thinking like an entrepreneur, you could have five businesses that, you know, over time, if you're just more open and flexible and you could make a million dollars, you could not, but at least you're not going to get burnout and miss out on opportunities. So systems are just, they're flexible and they leave you open to be curious and really let what is meant for you find you. Now, <laughs> if you were a control freak, like I, uh, I used to be, or sometimes have, you know, some, sometimes that'll pop up for sure. I mean, it's something that I work on daily, um, and it gets easier every, every day, but if you're a control freak and that totally freaks you out, like, what do you mean? Like, just let things that are meant for me find me. I will tell you this from just personal experience, the experience of so many other successful people. Life is so much sweeter and so much just richer in surrender um, instead of trying to be rigid and force everything. There's actually, if you guys are um, a re- if you're a reader, there's a really great book by Dr. David Hawkins. Uh, it's called Power Versus Force, and it's fantastic. It's really more of a study. Um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big, a pretty big book, but it's fantastic, and it really gets at that notion of like really being powerful in your position of coming from a place of flexibility and openness versus being rigid and goal oriented and trying to set things and da 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 da. That's really force. Um, and sure, you might just like I did with certain goals and you might reach something through force, but 99% of the time is going to result in burnout. So, um, so yeah, but like I said, I don't want to completely trash goals because they can still be insanely useful. They're just really only useful in narrow, simplistic, and predictable pursuits. So goals can be really useful with simple tasks like my goal is to have a clean kitchen at the end of every night. So I wake up to a clean kitchen every morning and it makes me happy instead of when I walk out of my bedroom to uh, get my morning cup of caffeine, um, I don't automatically feel a burden because my surroundings are cluttered, right? So that could be a goal because that's something you can totally control, right? It's simple. You can control it. Um, 
maybe putting dinner on the table three nights a week, you know, like you can control that. It's still somewhat flexible, but that's a great goal. Um, or maybe to just run a marathon. Like if you're not a runner, running a marathon or finishing a marathon, that's, that can be an example of a great goal. Um, but really they're just simple tasks, things that you can control. But goals are really terrible for like lifelong <laughs> endeavors, like career and personal health, like career you know, uh, endeavors and personal health. So my point is when it comes to goals versus systems is don't just put on the blinders like, and, and expect a certain result at the end. So when it comes to goals, like a lot of times, like I'm going to like lock in, I'm losing 20 pounds. Like don't just put on the blinders and expect a certain result at the end, because more than likely, even if you achieve that goal, you're going to be let down and then you're going to be like, well, now I don't know what to do because I've just like, I've been so conditioned to just put the blinders on, like put my head down and go. Like you have to look up and really live life, right? So instead to focus on systems and systems, they are skill-based, right? They're not like just these rigid things. They're skill-based like yoga. Um, yoga is very much is one reason why I love yoga so, so much. Uh, it is super helpful to find a teacher that you jive with. And I have a teacher that I absolutely love. She's absolutely incredible. She's completely changed like my, like my mindset, my, like it sounds dramatic, but changed my life in, in terms of um, my daily yoga practice. So anyways, uh, before I, I don't want to get on a soapbox about yoga, but it's a skill-based thing, right? Um, and the thing that is amazing and why focusing on systems will offer so many more benefits to you than just focusing on goals is because because they're skill-based, you're increasing your skills. It's allowing you to transfer skills from like one system to another, okay? And what I mean by that is Instead of having nutritional goals, you have a nutritional system. So instead of, you know, eating like I'm eating this quote unquote diet, I'm eating a system. I just, I don't eat meat. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat gluten, right? Like that's a system of eating. Um, same thing with exercise. Like I, there's a system I do. There are these classes that I go to three times a week. That's a system, right? Um, in your career, like there, you just, there are other, there are, there's a system kind of for each part of your life. If it's your, maybe your marriage or your relationships, like a system for a great relationship would be, I accept my partner the way that they are. I remember every day I chose my partner and I accept them for everything that they are. Like that can be a really useful system instead of like, oh, I have this goal of, um, having a, like a super hot marriage. And so, you know, like I'm not going to say anything whenever he leaves his beard trimmings all over the bathroom. <laughs> no, a much better system would be I just accept them for who they are and that results in a hot marriage, right? Anyways, okay, I won't go, get on down too many rabbit holes, but when you focus on skills, because they're skill-based, they allow you to transfer skills. So when you get really good in your nutritional system and you just, you eat well, it transfers onto your exercise and then you're optimizing your energy and that's going to transfer into your, maybe if you're married, like into your sex life, it's going to like, it's going to transfer into every system, which is going to help you increase, you know, your success in your career or whatever it is that you do, your relationship with your kids, all of those things. 
And so, because if you think about it, when, sometimes when we set goals, it's like another area of our life suffers. Like I am going to lose 20 pounds in the next six weeks. So that means I can't go out with my friends. I can't drink wine. I can't, you know, do this, whatever it is. Um, and that's really not, it just doesn't have to be that way. You absolutely can have, I don't know if I don't know if balance is the right word, but you really can have it all. You can have a great nutritional system and you can work out every day or, you know, three times a week or whatever. Um, You can have a great career. You can have a great relationship, um, you know, with your spouse and with your kids. You absolutely can. Not one does not have to suffer for the other one to increase, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So when you start thinking in terms of systems, that really allows the truth of that to come forward instead of just trying to like rigidly force everything. And so it, again, just really because that's the truth is you can have it all. You can have it all in all parts of your life. It allows when you focus on goals and when you're more open and you kind of just surrender to that, it allows the power of that truth to come forward. Um, But, you know, when you focus on systems, it's kind of, it allows you to approach new, each new opportunity, because when you start focusing, when you start thinking in systems instead of goals, opportunity is just going to find you. Like, things are just going to start coming to you, and you're going to be able to start thinking of those new opportunities. Like, how is this going to help me broaden like improve my broad range of skills and increase my odds of future success. What I mean by that is, is when you approach a new opportunity, when a new opportunity comes your way, whether it's in your job or whether it's a side hustle or whether it's, I mean, it could be anything, right? A new type of workout or whatever. Like, how is this going to help me improve my broad range of skills and increase my odds of future success? So that's what you always want to think about something when you're coming into a new opportunity instead of either just like shutting something down because I don't have time for that, right? Um, When you're open, you do have more time for opportunities because you're letting things just kind of happen. Um, And I do want (laughs) to be very clear. There are a lot of odds involved in success. And I know that goes against a lot of what like we're kind of made to believe I know I definitely believed this, like success is like, you just create it, right? And if you don't have success, you're either not working hard enough or you just have to do something different. Usually that's work harder, but that's just not true. Um, There, so, so much of success is luck. It really, really is. But when you start focusing on systems and start implementing systems into your life, instead of setting rigid goals, you increase your odds of (laughs) really success and luck finding you. Um, So yeah, so you know, when I think about it, like a lot of things that I've done really could be considered failures uh, from the goals standpoint. And from the goal standpoint, meaning from like the negative connotation of like a failure, like, oh, that didn't work out. Like that was a waste of time. That's really kind of like the goal mindset. Um, But ultimately, when I think about that, when I think about failure from a system standpoint, which I do, instead of thinking about it like, man, like that was a complete waste of seven years of my life, like whatever. Instead, I think I gained so many useful skills that and relationships and just like just so many useful things that will 
infinitely benefit me in whatever it is that I do for the rest of my life or whoever I come into contact with with for the rest of my life because that particular thing was just part of my system, right? Um, so systems will lead to success. And I mean success, I mean systems lead help you create happiness. They can lead to success. Because again, just to kind of like break that down a little bit more, but success, all sec- success is, is really luck, like odds, um, multiplied by the skills that you obtain. And when I'm talking about skills, I mean skills with utility, skills that are usable, skills that are helpful. Um, I mean, sure, I'm sure knitting is a helpful skill if you're, I don't know, like if you have a knitting YouTube channel or if you're like knitting blankets or something, I don't know. But like it's, you know, like a more useful skill would be learning communication skills, learning leadership skills, um, learning psychology, learning how people think, why they do the things that they do, uh, learning another language. Like you, really those are skills with utility, learning how, how, to, um, how, how to stay disciplined. Those are all skills with utility. So the more of those types of things, and I'm going to break those down because there are a set of skills that I believe that every person should have in order to be successful. Um, I'll break those down you know, in the coming weeks, but those are called skills with what I refer to as skills with utility. Uh, not saying that knitting's bad. So if you're like listening to this and you're like the knitting, like the president of the knitting club or something, please don't send me hate mail. (laughs) I'm not saying knitting's bad. I'm just saying there's not a whole lot of utility to it. Um, I mean, I guess that that could be true. Whatever. Anyways, we'll move on. We won't go down that rabbit trail, but that's really all success is. And if you think about it, like success being luck, like if you're like, no, Nikki, success is not luck. It absolutely is. I can definitely say that that is true for me. Um, in my business, like it was, it was a hundred percent luck. It was, I just happened to be born in the right time. I happened to pick the right thing. I happened to live in the right place. I happened to have, um, an unusual lack of fear of what people think. Like there's a lot of things that have to line up to equal success. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, like all of these people, there's just so much. I'm not taking anything away from, of course, the skills with utility that that they have, but a big part of the success equation is luck and is odds, which are completely out of our control. So the only thing that we really can control is building our skills, which we do by implementing systems and really staying committed to systems instead of focusing on goals. So there it is at 30 minutes, 30 minutes in, that's it right there. Um, But when you focus on systems, it just allows you to capitalize on those odds. It, It increases your odds. The more you increase your skills through systems and through being open and through just having that mindset of like, hey, I'm just here to like build my skills with utility. You're, you're going to be put yourself in a position to capitalize on things much more so than somebody who's got their blinders on and is just so goal-oriented that they just don't even know what's going on around them, right? So when you focus on systems, you accelerate your skill development, obviously, and you leave yourself open to notice opportunities and to pivot and make yourself more likely to be successful, um, which is really kind of the main takeaway of that. So, um, so yeah, you just increase the odds of luck finding you and success coming your way. So really my system, we're going to wrap this up and I'm going to leave you guys with um, just 
kind of a question to start digging into this a little bit more for yourself, maybe something to journal about, think about. Um, and if you definitely want to have a discussion, feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's Nikki, N-I-K-I dot riot, R-I-A-T. You can DM me uh, with any questions or if you liked this episode, if you found it helpful, whatever. Um, I love having conversations with you guys about it. Totally like juices me up. But my system really is, is to create something that is helpful for people that the like mass market can benefit from that they want and can benefit from, um, more want (laughs) than benefit from, because there's plenty of things that people can benefit from that we don't want. Right. Um, but to create something that people want and reproduce it in large quantities, like that's my system. Um, so that's really the lens that I look at everything through. So when I'm thinking about something, I'm like, how can this help me create something that people want uh, and, or how can this help me reproduce that thing in large quantities? So those are what my skills are all based around. Right. Um, let's talk about your system. So finding your system, right? Think about and ask yourself, like, what skills do you have already? You know, are you really good with people? Do you, are you really good with kids? Um, You know, are are you really good at drawing? You know, whatever that is, like what skills do you have? And then what really lights you up, right? So, um, I mean, if you are really good with kids and it lights you up to see people overcoming you know, overcoming mindsets, like overcoming negative mindsets, if that like totally juices you up, then I don't know, maybe you create a mindset journal for kids, or maybe you create a YouTube channel or a podcast or a business or, you know, I don't know, whatever, um, that is aimed at educating that's around mindset for kids, you know, like it could be anything and that could spin off into who knows what, you know, um, So what's your, so finding your system is what skills do you have and what lights you up and really where do those two things intersect? Start there and be open to just like whatever happens and building your skill set, doing those things and other things will find you and you just keep accelerating and you keep trying new and different things. And honestly, the happier and the freer you become because you're now flexible and open and you're coming from a place of power not a place of force. And it's a completely different feeling. And, you know, and really the happier and the freer you are, the bigger positive impact you can have on those around you. And that's really like when I say like happiness is really like obviously something that we want to create. But I mean, honestly, like only a sociopath is going to like create happiness just for themselves, right? You're not a sociopath. I'm not a sociopath. And so like ultimately it's about impacting others in a positive way way, right? Of course we want that for ourselves, but when we do that, it's a beautiful thing that we're also able to just do that, uh, for other people by doing it for ourselves. I'm sure that there's like some alliteration that, you know, goes along with that, but I just don't have it right now. So anyways, I hope you guys found that helpful. I just really want to encourage you to stop setting goals and start implementing systems. Um, and yeah, if you liked this episode, there's a lot more coming your way in the coming weeks. So make sure that you subscribe and you can leave me a rating um, if you would like. If it's less than five star, don't bother. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Do whatever you want. Um, 
But yeah, and if you want to carry on the conversation, you can feel free to DM me on Instagram. Again, it's Nikki, N-I-K-I dot Raya, R-I-A-T. That's where I hang out most. I've pretty well, I mean, like sometimes I'm on Facebook. Um, you can sometimes find me there, but all in all, I've pretty well like Facebook is just people, untrained brains, I really feel like are the downfall of our society. <laughs> we'll get into that in later episodes. But again, I hope that this was helpful for you guys. I really look forward to um, hearing what your systems are and seeing how, well, you really what you do with this notion and this thought. So you guys are amazing and I will see you next time. All right. Bye guys. Lean Strong Radio is the elevated conversation about nutrition and the modern woman. And I'm honored you've tuned in. Until next time.